Hi, I'm Ramin Hartman with Indigo Studio, and today we're at Paterino's in the heart of Chicago's Broadway district. We're going to talk to actors, and we're going to talk about their Broadway performances. A Wonderful World opens in Chicago, world premiere. It is the story of Louis Armstrong, and DeWitt Fleming Jr. plays the role of Lincoln Perry, a name that you may not know but you do know the character. The character was Stephen Fetcher. And then we're going to talk to Deontay Goodman. Deontay Goodman plays in Hamilton. He's played four different roles in Hamilton. This time, he is Aaron Burr, Vice President of the United States that you may not know, you may not have heard of. So you're going to learn something from both of these conversations. We're going to change some images, change some stereotypes. Rat Paterinos in Chicago, Broadway in Chicago. That's our story for today. We got a very, very, very special guest, uh, Mr. DeWitt Fleming Jr., who is going to be in a new play, world class, world premiere in Chicago, What a Wonderful World, which is a story, musical tribute to the great Louis Armstrong. Absolutely. Welcome to Chicago, oh, Mr. New Yorker. <laughs> Straight a... from the uh, Duke Ellington School of the Arts. Yes, Washington, D.C., uh, Duke Ellington School of the Arts, yeah. Where you where... learned so much. Absolutely, learned more than the arts. Learned, uh, you know, culture, learned a lot of things. Yeah. So you are a percussionist? Yes. You are a tap dancer? Yes. You are an actor? Yep. <laughs> and? More? A singer, of course. And a singer, yeah. of course. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. That's genius level. That's oh, a lot. I don't know. You know. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And you've been on Broadway and you've done some very interesting, well, innovative musical things. Yeah. You know, I've, I've traveled all over. I've been blessed to, you know, be able to perform and, and do things, you know, all over the world. So uh, I am very blessed and lucky to be able to do what I love. So let's talk about your new venture, your upcoming. Yeah. Uh, what a Wonderful World, uh -huh. where you play the part of Lincoln Perry. Yes. And this show mm -hmm. is going to distill some stereotypes, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. tell us who Lincoln Perry was by another name. Oh, Lincoln Perry. Lincoln Perry, most people know him as Stephen Fetchett. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, he was, uh, unfortunately, a lot of us know him, uh, and myself included, until I did the research uh, as a, um, a stereotype. Mm -hmm. And uh, whenever that name is even mentioned, you get certain feelings. Mm -hmm. And I uh, remember, you know, hearing that name about this show, and I had to go do my research because I had these feelings, and I said, well, I got to find out who so, this man really was. So who he really was in a historical perspective, mm -hmm. he was really the first black actor in uh, Hollywood. Yes. And I'm, he yes. was the first to make a million dollars. First to make a million dollars, I mean, I mean, you're talking about early 1920s, you know. 1920s, 30s. Yeah, 1930s. And, and I mean, he was a brilliant mind, a very educated man. Mm. Um, he played a certain role, mm -hmm. which a lot of us knew, and at that time was something called putting on a massa. And, they, and, and what that meant was it, it, you play a certain 
way that people want you to play mm -hmm. in order to get what you need to get. Right. So it was so, a stereotypical role. It was a stereotypical role, but he was very masterful in the way he did it. Mm -hmm. The comedy that he did mm -hmm. and, and the way that he uh, was able to uh, uh, create this whole environment where the person that thought they were getting over on him, he was getting over on them. Mm -hmm. And yeah. How, how does he relate to Louis Armstrong? So he taught Louis Armstrong. He met Louis Armstrong in Hollywood. And in the show, we have a scene where he's teaching Louis how to make it in Hollywood. Hmm. How you have to turn on a, a certain face or a certain way of communicating, a certain way of performing in order to get by and get the things that you want. They were appealing to a white audience? Yes, of course. I mean, you're appealing to a white audience at that time. Um, the, the, the movie industry, uh, very much so like today, doesn't necessarily appeal to black audiences. Okay, yeah. so, yeah. but they were both very conscious that they were black. Oh, absolutely, 100%. I mean, what you see on camera is nothing of what was happening behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. I mean, Lincoln Perry would use to his advantage uh, what they thought he was to get more pay, to get uh, uh, writing credits, I mean, he was one of the highest paid actors and were actually paid more than some of the white actors at the time as well. Hmm. And so this, I mean, he was writing for the Chicago Defender that was right here in mm -hmm, Chicago. Mm -hmm. And they didn't know that because they wouldn't be reading a black publication. What was he, what, what was he writing? What kind of things was he, well, was he doing entertainment of, writing? Yeah, entertainment writing. A lot mm -hmm. of things were reviews of shows and things of that nature. And of course he would talk about other, uh, small political things mm -hmm. um, but he, I mean he was he was a very educated man he's very smart in the way he moved and, and the things he did um, and he understood that you know as if he acted a certain way that he can get what he want mm -hmm. and not let them know how smart he was then they would open the door for him so he played what word do we use? I don't want to say the dummy, but he played himself down. He played himself down. He played himself down. And, and you know, again, this tactic, I mean, he was brilliant. He used it with the press. And the press loved it, so it made him even a bigger, bigger star. Mm. And then so that made him have a negotiating uh, position when he went to the Hollywood producers. Mm. Because the press loved him, everybody loved him. So when he went there, you know, he would play himself down, but then walk out of the door with a bigger salary, a bag full of money, huh? <laughs> a bag full of money. You know, so he was he was very smart. And and again, his artistry. I mean, before he did Hollywood, he was doing uh, doing the silent films and vaudeville and vaudeville. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, and uh, the rhythm and the way he used his body to communicate, even mm -hmm. in silent films, was just. I mean, so it was groundbreaking. He was playing the servant. He was always the servant in a servant role. Yeah, Is that it was right? a servant role. Um, different. It depended on the film, mm -hmm. uh, but different roles. But I mean, at that time, you know, that's what they that, offered. That's us. what you could play. That's what they offered. So, I mean, many people tried to, you know, you know, create other roles for themselves and mm -hmm. things, and it just, it wouldn't happen. So he saw that, and he said, "Well, how can we break through? Mm -hmm. Give them what they want, and on." while getting what we want at the same time. So yeah. let's talk about Louis Armstrong. Yes, um, yes. Because he too has been portrayed. Yeah, in absolutely. In a vein where he too kind of put himself down a little bit. Absolutely, yeah. And this man was a genius. Oh, he's a genius. He's we, a musical genius. Musical genius. Every and any music you hear today, we owe to him. I believe he, and he said it himself, McGraw and Brown were a dance group. 
jazz and tap dance group that he played with, and he really wanted to mimic the steps that they were doing. With the trumpet? With the trumpet, and he wanted to complement them more, and it really informed the way he started to improvise and play music after that. And this is, I mean, this is as early as 1925, 26. Wow. You know, and so you see this stuff happening, and then you see him start to develop this style. How'd you find the love for tap? Uh, the love for tap came for me in high school, my senior year at Duke Ellington. And uh, I was studying theater, and we were learning musicals, and I had to tap in this particular musical. Uh, and I started playing drums when I was 12 years old, so I already loved rhythms and drums. Mm -hmm. And when I saw tap dancing and I saw that you can do those same rhythms with your feet, I mean, I just fell in love and I became obsessed and I was in a dance studio late until they kicked me out after school and then I had a board in front of my television at home. Was you still carrying around, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> still carrying the board. Still carrying the board around, yeah, absolutely. Who's your favorite tap dancer? Oh, that's a tough one. Oh. That's hard. That's really hard. I mean, uh, I've been influenced by a lot of them. I mean, Gregory Hines, Bilbo Jangles Robinson. Uh, uh, you oh, know, yeah. It's just, it's yeah. so many. Bunny Briggs. Is it, um, is it a dying art? No, it's very much so alive. Very much so alive. I mean, there was just a movie, uh, a Christmas movie with uh, Will Ferrell that had tap dancing all through it that just came out this uh, last year, mm. you know, choreographed by, you know, Chloe Arnold, you know, mm -hmm. she is really doing a great job at pushing tap into uh, mainstream. And Debbie Allen. And De well, she's a, a protege of Debbie Allen, mm -hmm. so she's working mm -hmm. with her out there. And then right here in Chicago, my good buddy Brill Barrett, you oh, know, yeah. is doing amazing things with Mad Rhythm and pushing the art form out there and getting it in places and putting it back into the mainstream, mm -hmm. you know. So yeah. when when people see mm -hmm. the Louis Armstrong musical tribute. Mm -hmm. What do you want them to leave with? What do you want them to yeah. know? I never heard the Lincoln Perry story right. with Armstrong, but once you said it, it clicked because right. it's just it just makes sense. It's right. just it logical. Yeah. But I think we're going to break down some stereotypes. It's yes. kind of amazing now as we see the musical tributes being produced. Mm -hmm. We have to give our ancestors the credit that they mm -hmm. deserve. Mm -hmm. You know. We, having more access now, think sometimes can think we know more. Mm -hmm. But they knew, they understood, and they were able to persevere, and they were able to take their circumstances and create ways for us. Thank yeah. you so much Thank you. for being Thank with you. us, and yeah. uh, we, look, we look forward to seeing yeah. the play. World premiere, I'm so happy Absolutely. that the world premiere yes. is in Chicago. Absolutely. And then you yeah. go straight to Broadway. Yes. Thank you. What a wonderful we all know the awesome power of the sun. Your solar options could help fill your life with clean energy at comed.com slash clean energy. In comes company, the hilarious Tony award-winning Broadway musical about life, love, and good company. Critics give it five stars saying yes, it's really that good. October 31st and November 12th. Tickets at broadwayinchicago.com. Lewis is back. A wonderful world. 
the new Broadway-bound musical about the life and loves of Louis Armstrong, premieres in Chicago October 12th through 29th. Tickets at broadwayinchicago.com. If you want to advance your education, career, or life, City Colleges of Chicago is close to home and second to none. With seven colleges and five satellite locations, City Colleges is in your neighborhood and online to help you learn and lead from wherever you live. You have a goal, love it, live it, with classes this fall at City Colleges of Chicago. are business leaders, community activists, health care providers, leaders, scientists, educators, athletes, media professionals, artists. We are GovState. Closed captioning is sponsored by Governor's State University. We're back with Indigo Studio, and I'm Hermine Hartman, and we are going to talk to Deontay Goodman. He's back in Chicago, back on Hamilton. Hamilton coming to Chicago, not for his first run, but for his second run, where it was so successful in Chicago. Deontay is a classically trained singer and has appeared in the Broadway production of Hamilton, not in one role, but in four. He was the understudy for the role that he's playing now, and that is Aaron Burr. We're going to learn a lot about Aaron Burr, who he was and what he did what his significance is, because he's really kind of an obscure uh, character of history who had a real major role. Let's talk about you first. Uh, how did you become classically trained singer? Right, well, first of all, thank you for having me here. Thank um, you. I'm excited to sit and chat with you. And welcome to uh, Chicago. Thank you so much. I grew up singing in the church, as most young black singers do, mm -hmm. thanks, to my, thanks to my mom, you know, mm -hmm. church boy, um, and just, went along that route. My music teachers were, were and um, still are a huge reason why I am doing any of this mm -hmm. today. Mm -hmm. um, they got me into my first musical when I was in sixth grade. They brought me to my competitions because, you know, my mom was a, was a single mom raising six kids. What was, what was your first musical? My first musical was The Music Man. The Music uh, Man, okay. Music Man. Okay. I was uh, Harold Hill just leading a band of, of trumpets and trombones and, and <laughs> everything. Was it was quite fun. It mm -hmm. was quite fun to play, to play the, the, the con artist a bit. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so my music teachers brought me to my competitions and, and sort of like raised me up in, in the world of musical theater. Mm -hmm. um, and I really just wanted to explore more of what I can do as a singer, you know? And so when I went to school, one of my music teachers was like, well, you should look at University of North Carolina at Greensboro, because at the time we had moved to North Carolina. Um, and they had an incredible classical program. Um, and at the time, I didn't know anything about classical music. I know about pop, I know about R&B, I know about gospel. But uh, for some reason, they decided to accept me anyway. <laughs> um, and it was my first look at 
training classically. It was my first look at having a voice teacher. It was my first look about, at learning at learning about Western European culture mm -hmm. um, and just the style of voicing that is. And I learned so much just about my voice and how to be a better mm -hmm. teacher and a better mm -hmm. singer and performer. Um, and I, you know, cherish my time there with my voice teachers, Levon Tobin Scott, um, powerful black woman, um, and Carla Lefevre, who was my second voice teacher there, and yeah, taught me everything I know. How did we get to Hamilton? Um, well, I have to tell you about my first, the first time I heard a song from Hamilton. The first song that I ever heard from Hamilton was in 2015. Um, it was a song, Burn. Mm -hmm. um, and I had just been going through a breakup. And if you know anything about that song, it is just a heart-wrenching number mm -hmm. um, where Eliza sings about her reaction to, to the Reynolds pamphlet that, that Alexander writes. Mm -hmm. um, and to explore the feeling and hearing the emotion that, that Philippa put into that number, um, it was just heart-wrenching for me. So that was, I remember my friend was like, you have to hear this song. And I heard it and I fell in love with it. And then the very next day I said, well, what is this show? And then the next song I played was the Schuyler Sisters. Wow. And I got such a Destiny's Child type vibe from it mm -hmm. that I just fell in, I fell in love with the show. And then I had to listen to it from top to bottom. Well, the show is incredible. I mean. In more ways than one. I absolutely. mean, you're talking about the, 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 the emotion of the music itself. Yeah. But to take the founding fathers and think that you could characterize them in theater I think just that thought is absolutely amazing. It's amazing and ambitious, and I'm sure that people looked at Lynn manuel Miranda like, what do you think you're doing? What are you doing? Doing? That's right. yeah. what and, are you doing? I mean, but he had a vision, and it played, I mean, it plays so well. It's genius the way that he's able to take, you know, this history that we know, these monuments that we know, and to paint the, the human beings that That's we see right. today using the music that is that is built from black culture and latinx culture and 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 you know the and hip-hop and and you know uh, also got to shout out the fact that hip-hop just celebrated its its 50th, 50th birthday and, that's yeah right. you know this year, um, this exactly year no exactly but being able to marry to marry history in that way and and the music that is so naturally ingrained in our upbringing is i mean just phenomenal one of the things that amazes uh about hamilton is it confronts slavery. Yeah. All of the founding fathers had black children. They had black yeah. families. Mm -hmm. uh, that's amazing. What, as you have played four different roles mm -hmm. in Hamilton, talk about those roles. So I played Madison. You played George Washington. I played George Washington. I played Aaron Burr. And then my fourth role was ensemble role, Man Six. Let's talk about Aaron Burr, because okay. I did some research on Aaron Burr, and he is an obscure character in our history, but yeah. quite major. Talk about who Aaron Burr was and what he did. Yeah, so Aaron Burr had quite the journey, and the more, the more I learn about him, the more I read about him, the more I'm just fascinated by the human being. I mean, first of all, a scholar. Mm -hmm. Absolutely incredible. Was it was um, was accepted at uh, Princeton at as a sophomore at the age of thirteen, um, and then went on to even after his studies studied theology, um, and then when the when the Revolutionary War became you know much more prominent, he decided to put his studies of law and theology aside um, and to to join the fight. Um, and then beyond that, went on to went on to 
serve in the Senate, went on to be vice president um, and serve one term as vice president um, after losing um, a, an election to a major historical election to Thomas Jefferson. But he and he changed. That's when he changed the Twelfth Amendment. Well, so that's so so yeah. So we can talk about that, right? Well, so, so what did he so, do? So, what happened? So Jefferson. So Thomas Jefferson and Aaron Burr ran ran against each other. And back in that back in that time, when you were running when you were running an election and you whoever whoever lost whoever was the runner up became the vice president. Mm -hmm. That's that's just how it went. The the winner of the presidency became the president, the runner up became the vice president. The election between Thomas Jefferson and Aaron Burr, it was an electoral tie. It was in the tie it was a tie between the electoral college and so the electoral college eventually voted Jefferson and what Jefferson did was sideline Burr. And in the story we tell it and and in the show of Hamilton, we tell it as um, Jefferson wanted to sideline Burr because he was just so shocked and offended that Burr even would openly campaign against Thomas Jefferson because that was unheard of. Nobody, op nobody openly campaigned. You're going door to door, passing out pamphlets saying, "Vote for Burr." I'm Aaron Burr. Vote for me. This, here's what I'm going to do for you. It's it's something that's so that that is that it's the way that elections are done now, but Not then. back then it was revolutionary. So he kind of maybe introduced what we call now retail politics. Abs yeah, absolutely. I would I would 1,000% say that. So, but what Jefferson did in his sidelining of Burr during the presidency was he was he was the one to implement uh, a president or someone running for president choosing their running mate. Mm -hmm. So they were both very historic and and sort of ratifying that 12th Amendment mm -hmm. and the Constitution. But, and that's yeah. a major that's a major part of yeah. our history. So w one of the things in looking at the founding fathers they were scholars. Yeah. They were smart. Mm -hmm. They were educated. Mm -hmm. they and young. Were, and young. And yeah. they really were founding fathers. And we transfer that into today. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite the opposite. How do you deal with Hamilton confronting slavery? It's, is it is it an honest portrayal? It's as honest as it can be with the mm -hmm. story that they're that they're working to tell. Mm -hmm. um, I speaking honest speaking honestly from 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 my first you know look at the show before I before I was in it um, you know I wondered how I wondered how you know so many black people and people of color could could reconcile you know playing these founding fathers mm -hmm. playing these people who own slaves playing these people who who had such a huge part in in the the genocide of of black people mm -hmm. um, and it, it, it's still something that I think a lot of us tend to tend to you know question and you have to find you have to find your own way to to make sense of it right what makes sense for me is that I look at the, the show I look at the story being told I look at who's telling it and it reminds me that black people that this country was built on the backs of black people That's the sound of the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program, saving you up to $500 on your energy bills with rebates and discounts on energy-efficient products. So you can enjoy coming back to a home full of savings. Visit ComEd.com slash home savings.
In Comes Company, the hilarious Tony Award-winning Broadway musical about life, love, and good company. Critics give it five stars saying yes, it's really that good. October 31st and November 12th. Tickets at broadwayinchicago.com. Lewis is back. A Wonderful World, the new Broadway-bound musical about the life and loves of Lewis Armstrong, premieres in Chicago October 12th through 29th. Tickets at broadwayinchicago.com. If you want to advance your education, career, or life, City Colleges of Chicago is close to home and second to none. With seven colleges and five satellite locations, City Colleges is in your neighborhood and online to help you learn and lead from wherever you live. You have a goal, love it, live it, with classes this fall at City Colleges of Chicago. something amazing about mm -hmm. Hamilton and I think brilliant of um, of what was done in the play is you played George Washington exactly and that's like how's a black man playing exactly. George so exactly. that has a and so when you so when you're out in the audience mm -hmm. and you're and you and you have that black kid that's staring at me lead playing a country playing, playing George Washington mm -hmm. running a country he's the president you know, first he's, president exactly Exactly. Barack wasn't and the first president. Exactly. He was the first. Yeah. Exactly. That but goes it, but on. It, it goes on, and it and it paints and it paints the story for what I hope that it does for them is exactly what it does for me. It painted the story of like, okay, we're telling the story of the people who of who, the people who built this country, and they look like us. You know what I'm and saying? And it's a real and story. And it gives it, and it's a real story, and it gives and it gives voice in a way that in a way that I don't think that I don't think I ever felt that I had voice. Right. You also think about how the phenomenon that is Hamilton, the phenomenon that, that it became, I mean, you think about the Broadway, you sure you have the Broadway show, and then you have the Chicago production, then you have three national tours, then you have, you know, the, the production in the UK, the production in Germany, the production that they're, that they're about to launch in Asia, and you think about the amount of black people and people of color that are being put to work, that are being, that are being, that are being giving opportunities that did not exist before in the theater in the theater that mm -hmm. did not exist before mm -hmm. you think about the way that the way that this is sort of that that Hamilton revolutionized and exposed so so many different audiences to music that they probably that they probably wouldn't listen to as you know? they told a real authentic history exactly so let's go back to Burr because Burr did something else yeah what is Burr really known for because it's not the 12th amendment it's what not the, it's not the 12th Burr, Burr is really known for the what they call what they call now the Burr Hamilton duel that was the duel um, that was the duel where he where he shot Alexander Hamilton and that sort of that sort of plummeted his entire political career. He he killed Hamilton. He killed Hamilton. So the duel Hamilton. was a fight. The duel was the fight. The duel yeah. was, we go, and that's the way men handled conflict that in is, those days. That is the way that men handle conflicts in those days. Illegal, but you know Burr was never tried for it. And you know we have we have this line in the show when Hamilton's son is getting ready to duel. There's a line in the show that says everything is legal in New Jersey. And that's sort of I like to I like to think of that as sort of a, a sort of a play on like yeah like these human beings they were never they were never tried for for Burr was tried for Burr was tried and charged for other things but not, never that duel where not he killed not the murder of Hamilton not the murder of Hamilton Deontay Goodman Hamilton and he plays the role 
of a person in history that you really may not know, but you should know because he is most significant. His name is Aaron Burr. The show is Hamilton, second round in Chicago. Some people didn't get their tickets the first time around. This time, go see Hamilton. Deontay, thank you so very much. Thank and you. you are just gifted. You've thank played you. four roles. My goodness, congratulations you. to you. Thank um, you so much. Emmys later, Tony Awards later, worldwide tour. Absolutely. But we're glad you're here with us in Chicago. Thank you, glad to be here. Thank you. Excited.